0: Good evening, Rob. This is episode 30. How are you doing, mate? I'm very well, mate. How are you doing this evening? Oh, I am good. Shall we get straight into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so the question that's come through our Facebook group for us that we've handpicked for this afternoon's podcast is, um, we've got a lady here who says her story, stress is directly uh, related to her back pain what are the tips we would give for someone to decrease stress as she knows that stress is having a direct effect and increasing her back pain rob what do you tell the patients who are asking how can i stop this stress uh, from occurring
1: yeah this is something which we've noticed more and more, especially in the last six months, you know, since COVID and everything that's been going on with that, whether that's businesses, people aren't working, people have, you know, more time at home, more time stuck at home with their families and can't leave. You know, so there's lots of reasons why more people are are quite stressed at the moment. And so I think it's something which I've definitely noticed people talking about stress quite a lot more. And there's lots of television programs and radio programs all dedicated to dealing with stress. So there are lots of kind of at home tips and then kind of more professional tips so if you are really struggling obviously the advice is to go and have a chat to your gp about if there's any anything which you need to get a handle on from that perspective but if you are just feeling a bit a bit under it there are lots of ways which i recommend to a lot of people the first the first the most important tip is exercise um and i feel that if you can get out of your head for a moment by going for a walk Take, leave your technology at home, leave your family at home, and just go for a walk outside. If you have a dog, even better, take the dog for a walk. But just get out into nature, go look at some trees, go look at some grass, go for a walk around a park, whatever it might be. You know, I'm not sure what the rules are on how far you can leave your house at the moment, but getting outside and into the fresh air and being a bit cold and being in the wind and you know all those type of cliche things that happen does really blow the cobwebs away. And that does make a massive difference. If you can just take your head out of the workspace or out of the family space for a while, that's kind of my, always my number one go-to top tip. Is that something you, you often recommend also?
0: Yeah, absolutely, Robert. And you know what? It's a bit of a two for one. Look, we're talking to here with our audiences, people with back pain. That bit of exercise outside, that extra movement, is going to help them from that point of work, uh, point as well. So I think it's only going to be a positive. Changing the environment, changing uh, what you're looking at, changing your four walls, and creating some movement in your body—an instant way to decrease stress, in my opinion.
1: No, exa- exactly. The other thing I do is uh, often it is. Find I mean, I think this is where it's difficult at the moment is because people aren't can't do what they're normally doing, whether that's a badminton class or weekly tennis match or you know a social club or golf you know all these things have been cancelled at the moment, so people' regular you know three times a week golf match then now they can't do it, so they are probably clawing the walls a bit at home and you know if these people are isolating or if they're a bit vulnerable, so they're you know obviously obviously anxious about going out, then you know it's even more problematic so you know, trying to find activities activities which you can do at home, which you enjoy, whether that's gardening, whether it's cooking, whether it's you know cu- cooking with the family, whether it's finding a new TV series, you know, something which you can enjoy at home and actually look forward to doing outside of work is another another good an- another good tip.
0: Absolutely, I mean, w- one of the tips that I give. Uh- most often to people is to try and remove yourself from that situation so that we've not got a two for we've got a three for here rob you're getting some added exercise you're you're de-stressing from being outside maneuvering yourself uh, doing whatever activity it is and you are probably removing yourself from whatever that stressful situation is. Um, sometimes when you're literally in that situation, you can't seem to see around it. Um, so by taking yourself out of that environment, out of that place, out of that, um, uh, that that situation, I think the stress can melt away. And you can actually then see uh, what is going on for what is probably uh, something relatively uh, small at the end of it. Yeah.
1: yeah and, and stress can often come when you feel quite snowed under um, and you feel like you're kind of spiraling. Out of control. We've all been there. We've got too many balls in the air, and you know, plus lockdown just makes it all worse. So one thing which I I do myself, and I recommend a lot, is using a pen and paper and writing all the things down. So you know, almost taking a zoom out and think, okay, what do I have to focus on now? What I have to focus on tomorrow? What do I have to focus on this week? And you know, kind of come up with a bit of a to do list of all the things which you need to do. A bit of a brain dump. And then you could objectively look at it on a piece of paper in front of you and go, okay, what's actually important? What do I need to do now? Um, You know, what can I put off to next week? What can I delegate to someone else? What can I, you know, ask my husband or wife or another family member to do? What can I outsource and pay someone else to do, you know? And if you kind of look at it all on an A4 piece of paper or a typed document, it somehow removes you from it and it kind of just helps you organise your thoughts. So... You know, something I do to a lot, I recommend to people just every evening, write down all the things which they have to do the following day and in the following morning, have a look at it again. And then you can then go through that list and go, okay, what, what do I actually need to do? And yeah, it just helps you organize your thoughts. And, you know, I call it a bit of a brain dump, you know, and it's something I've, I've done for, you know, all, for a very long time.
0: <laughs> I love that. Write it down. Fantastic. And then you can actually sort of see those tasks rather than it just being all one large uh, un
1: scalable mountain. Yes, yeah, so it's like un- untying a big knot, you know, it's just kind of laying it all out in front of you. When it's all knotted up, it's all a bit uh all a bit stressful, but when you kind of slowly start to untangle the pieces. And that's same for big tasks. If you've got a big task, breaking it down just helps manage the task and the stress a bit better, you know, if you're uh, if one of your tasks is, you know, tidy the whole house. You know, we've been doing that, you know, house viewing, trying to tidy the entire house is quite a lot, but if you break it down to one room a day, it suddenly looks a lot better on a piece of paper.
0: Absolutely. How do you eat an elephant? One little bit at a time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: I like it, Rob. Um, so one of the things that I, I, I give out quite a lot as well is breathing. So obviously we all breathe; that we're human beings in and out all day long. If you don't mind, so what we want to do is we want to do some specific and very intentional breathing. Stand still, sit down, lie down, whatever it is. Ten deep breaths in and out let your body relax simple as that doesn't have to go into a full-blown meditation doesn't have to be a yoga session you can have your eyes closed your eyes open you could be in the lotus position or the backwards crab I don't mind but 10 breaths in and out slowly to help calm yourself down to decrease a bit of that fight or flight that might be going on inside you could be in that stressful situation and be thinking to yourself I'm going to take my 10 deep breaths now whilst that's all going on around you I guarantee Tea, it's going to make you feel that a bit better and a little bit easier about what's going on
1: is, is the backwards crab actually a, a yoga position or have you just made that um,
0: up I, I think i've just made that up however i'm more than happy to be corrected on that by yeah. any um uh,
1: yogi that's out there uh, backwards crab is that a thing is that similar to the inverted hammock that's the other one isn't it <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah the banana yeah. hammock yeah it's another one
0: <laughs> i'm not familiar with that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I am. Um, yeah yeah yeah. Know what, yeah yeah breathing is such an important part of it it changes so much from a physiological aspect um but from a stress aspect as well i, I love it
1: yeah and it's you know I, I don't know whether this actually makes a difference or not but in yoga they always say it's breathing in your nose and out your mouth yeah i'm not sure of the reasoning for that uh and yeah the same as my next tip was going to be talking around headspace and mindfulness apps and ah, yeah and and they always recommend breathing in your nose, out your mouth. So I'm not sure why, but there's obviously a, obviously a, obviously a, some physiological reason there. Maybe we'll look that up for for next time. But yeah, they, so the apps which I use are, are Headspace is the main one, which is a mindfulness and meditation app for mm. aimed at people who don't like mindfulness or meditation. Is kind of the way mm. I put it. It's something you know, it's all a bit you know new world and a bit cool and a bit funky. Or I I'm I, I do I practice mindfulness and I practice meditation. And it's, you know, some people really don't like that, but this is for, this app is fantastic for people who, you know, really don't want to do meditation. It just, you sit there, put the headphones in and it talks you through basically breathing and sitting and telling you to think about, think about your toes and think about, you know, it makes you focus on different body parts. And it just takes your mind out of, out of the arena for 10 minutes. And that's a really good one. There's also, I think it's called Calm which I personally have never used, but I've heard good things. And that's a bit more for the experienced meditators and experienced mindfulness mm. people. Uh, that's a good one. Um, if I'm sure there are plenty of other, plenty of other similar mindfulness apps, but those are really good and they, they self-direct it and there's lots of programs you can do on there for stress or for anxiety or for pain or for sports performance. There's lots of different ones on the, on the headspace app or for poor sleep. You know, when know I've spoken about like that before, you know there's a uh, there's a program for everyone on there
0: <laughs> I like that so so it was calm and um headspace what was the other app headspace fantastic a little bit of mindfulness yeah although it might sound new age uh, it can make such a huge difference and even just the act of making some time for yourself to complete these acts um is uh, quite a big thing in itself
1: to to regulate stress yeah we've got another one which i actually i heard on the radio fairly recently for dealing with stress okay let's do it and this was set yourself a challenge or a goal so this is is kind of particularly poignant during the current lockdown so you know we've got three weeks to go there are some people who you know might only leave the house three or four times in that Mm. kind of in that through period but it set yourself a challenge um and then that almost can form as a daily goal whether that's an exercise challenge so it might be okay, I'm going to climb the stairs 150 times every day. Or I'm going to climb the stairs, I'm going to climb the height of Mount Snowden on my staircase, you know, throughout the week. Or, oh, I see, um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so little challenges. Or, but that could be, okay, I'm going to learn a new hill, a new, a new a new skill or hobby, scobby, I, made them made made million word. you know that could be learn the ukulele or or learn 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 a guitar you could you know buy one and and practice a guitar and you could set yourself a daily lesson there's lessons for everything on youtube it could be learning chess it could be i'm going to learn to do 50 press-ups without having to have a break you know setting yourself a challenge and a daily goal which you can spread out over the four weeks again just helps just turn your mind off and switch on something else and you can you know save that hour a day for your practice or or ten minutes of press ups, or whatever it might be, or yoga, or <laughs> or something. You know, meditation. Make that with your skill. Learn to learn to meditate. You know, that's another skill in itself. Using that time for the better. Yeah, that, there was that Italian chap in the first lockdown who did a
0: um, uh, a marathon sort of out on his balcony, wasn't there? That was incredible. Uh, yeah, on his balcony. It was on his balcony. It was about ten steps long. I swear, he sort of took about two strides and then turned around and came back. It was incredible. That's insane.
1: I saw a guy do it in his living room. That was another one. I'm really. <laughs> yeah, and there's one that one that got one one guy did it in the living room. One guy did it in his garden, and it was the guy that mm. climbed uh, Mount. Yeah, I think it was Mount Everest in stairs. Uh wow. Over the course of a day, I think he did it. Hmm. Yeah, it was insane. He did, and he put like a backpack on and just went up and down the stairs like 30 times. Just went for it. <laughs> just went. To- God, his neighbors must have been annoyed. Oh yeah, <laughs> he lived in a flat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i like that Uh, any more tips rob what have we got um i think avoiding is more more of a tip but more of a uh, avoidance avoiding things which you know are unhealthy so you know often people think alcohol tobacco you know whether it's a drug whether it's a you know a a bad coping mechanism for dealing with stress or i need to do this or you know watching television for six hours always helps me de-stress But, you know, we know that they might feel good at the time, but they're not good in the long run, you know, for Mm. for dealing with for dealing with stress and stress and anxiety. So trying to avoid kind of, you know, what you know to be unhealthy habits, you know, which is easier said than done, especially if you're in that in in, in a bit of a bad cycle. But, you know, make that your challenge. You know, I'm going to not (laughs) not 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 drink throughout the next four four weeks of lockdown, which is, again, easier said than done. But, you know, trying to avoid those unhealthy habits, which, you know, are, are only going to be contributing to it.
0: Absolutely. And look, we are the Back Pain Podcast. We must
1: mention, if you are going to be going
0: down those rabbit holes of unhealthy habits, they're probably not going to make your back pain any better as well as the stress. Look, if you put yourself in an inflammatory state um, and if you leave yourself draped over the sofa after a heavy Saturday night's boozing, your back's probably not going to be in the best place afterwards. I would argue that if you are in desperate need of that nicotine fix, the fact that you're walking Away from whatever's going on, you're taking a step outside in the fresh air. You're taking some deep lungfuls of air, some deep inspiration. I would suggest that that's going to be just as much um, a benefit, just as much of a de-stressor as that little nicotine hit that you get alongside of it. I think if you were to, if any of us were to take a step away from the situation, walk outside, take a few deep, very intentional breaths of air. That's kind of like that's activity, that's getting away from the situation and that's breathing. That's three of the things we've mentioned here. Mm. Um, We'd probably immediately feel an instantaneous rush of endorphins without the little stick in our hand.
1: Yeah, exactly. The last one is um, connecting or kind of reaching out to other people. You know, you get a lot of benefit from helping other people, uh, you know, reaching out to your neighbours, reaching out to friends, reaching out to family and asking what you can do to help someone else and indirectly that kind of you know, reciprocation or that, you know, offering to help someone else does help you feel better. Um, you know, maybe that's, is that, is that selfish? I don't know. But, you know, whether you're doing something for someone else only for your own good, I'm not sure what that's called. But, you know, when you're offering to help someone, whether that's, you know, you know, wash their car or whether it's do the shopping for them or pick up something mm. for them next time you go into town, you know, doing something good for someone else does make you feel better indirectly. So if you're able to and your back isn't too bad, then... You know, doing something for someone else is a good way to, it's a good stress reliever and it, you know, it helps someone else out at the end of the day. So, so connecting with people and then also connecting with your own family, whether that's on FaceTime, whether that's, you know, over Skype or, or whatever, being in contact with people and let them know you're struggling or let them know you're quite stressed and having a good, good natter for an hour is another way just to take the burden, the burden off, off your shoulders
0: absolutely i think you can be a little bit selfish a little bit of self gain from some selfless um ac- activities and tasks i think that's very much allowed
1: yeah and then also i mean it goes about saying as well you know the back pain podcast you know we are speaking originally yeah you know, we've kind of delved into more kind of general stress but obviously we started speaking about back pain and and kind of stress obviously stress from pain and then the you know associated pain from stress will be managed with whatever advice you've been given from your, you know, chiro, physio, osteo, GP, do your exercises, you know, take your medication, all those things which you know help it. If you can help get that pain under control, then that's gonna help the stress, so absolutely rob i completely agree
0: yeah one of the that, that's got to be our last hint tip and trick nugget pearl of wisdom right how to decrease stress well listen to the back pain podcast we tell you how to decrease your back pain which will in turn decrease stress and you get to listen to our dulcet tones prattling on over the airwaves along with some fantastic immensely knowledgeable guests mm. so well, speaking of love, guests
1: who who have we got coming up in the next who have we got coming up should we uh give everyone a taster oh come on then rob give give them a little uh, a little treat so, what do we have? So, next week we have um, Greg Lehman, who's coming to talk all about core stability for back pain. Um, you may think you know that the core is important for back pain. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. You'll find out next week. Week after, we have um, Adam Dobson, who is a very experienced physiotherapist, coming to talk around MRIs and imaging. Um, you know, what it when do we image people for back pain? Do you need an MRI for back pain? Do you not need an MRI for back pain? And why MRIs can actually, in some cases, make your back pain worse. So stick around for that. I can't think of anything else we've got coming up scheduled, Dave. Um, well, we're still looking for uh, someone to talk on the matter of CBD. That's a real hot topic at the moment, CBD oil and back pain. No, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely yeah, try, and, try and see if you know of anyone that... Uh... Would like to talk about that? Give us a reach out. We'll uh, happily have them have them on as a guest. The other type of CBD is the um, CBT, cognitive behavioural therapy, um, and actually we do have a guest coming on, um, Mr Donald or Mr Donald Robertson, who's coming to talk all around cognitive behavioural therapy and uh, stress, as well as a little bit of stoicism and a little bit of philosophy as well. So we will uh, look forward to that recording that one in the next few weeks.
0: I'm so excited about that one.
1: Yeah, definitely. Me too fantastic any anything else you'd like to add to our top tips for stress busting
0: no love all of that get outside breathe deep get moving talk to someone done
1: yeah and headspace the app
0: headspace the app the Backpain podcast the podcast cheers yeah, guys
1: that's it <laughs> thanks guys i've been rob he's been dave we've been the back Pain podcast have a good have a great evening